Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Hi everybody! Hello everyone! My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Election. 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 Elect. Sounds like erection, Tom. It does sound a little bit like that, yeah. Boners. Mm -hmm. Like boners. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Boners. Yeah. Paramount Pictures presents an MTV Films production. Starring Matthew Broderick, oh. Reese Witherspoon. Hey, what happened to your eye? What happened to your eye? Are you okay, Mr. McAllister? I'm fine. On the road to greatness, never underestimate an overachiever. Looks like you could use a cupcake. Election. Cast your vote. But don't vote at all! No, those, those, right. those, yeah, this was, yeah, I don't know. it's fine the clinton impeachment uh scandal was happening around this time i think people were connecting elections and erections in their minds that's fair yeah that's fair Mm -hmm. but also it just it sounds like it hey 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 everybody thanks big thanks to harris and millie Mm -hmm. uh this is through our patreon harris and millie said you gotta watch election in exact tone and uh we said yeah said sure we'll Uh, do it yeah yeah i have i had only seen this movie for the first time last year oh okay uh, hannah I, showed me it i saw this movie on a double date uh when it came to the theaters in 1999 Yikes. how'd that go how'd the double date go very badly dave i'm glad you asked <laughs> it was already going badly and then we saw the movie well that's the thing is i i keep i always forget that this is alexander Payne. yeah and that was part of why the first alexander Payne i saw was i think um nebraska Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then the descendants and so on and so forth. And like, had I known that I was like, oh, this is not the teen comedy that it, it wants us to think it is. Cause I remember it being like, oh, it's like, oh, remember Ferris Bueller? Well, it's that, but Matthew Broderick is the teacher and it's an MTV production. It is. And it was but, like, but the trailers did push it as a subversive teen movie. That's good. That's good. Um, and it, Definitely not the cynical shithouse that it is. But. Yeah, it's it's not a movie for teens. It's a teen movie for adults. Yes. Um, because it's about, like, remember these people and who they were. and uh, Well, it's not just about that, but it's more, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, the, it's, about, it's, it's, it's more about, like yeah. mocking teens. Like, a it's little bit, yeah. The portrayal of teens. It's not, I shouldn't say it's like, like for example, the character um, uh, T- Tammy. Uh, mm-hmm. she, they do the thing where she keeps falling in love, which is just a very mocking teen thing, you know? Yeah. It's not a mean thing, but it's funny, because we all remember being a teen and that idea. Um, it, everybody, I think, has had a teacher like Matthew Broderick is part of it, too. And it's the kind of teacher that you only, you a lot of the times you only realize it when you're an adult, of like, oh, yeah, that guy was a real piece of shit. Um, how, how do you like this movie, Tom? I don't. Actually. You don't like this movie. Mm-mm. I I I liked it. Um, I had okay. I had only seen it once. I saw it the one time on the double date. Yeah, you had a bad date. I had a bad date, but um, 
I liked the movie, and I, that was the only time I, I had not seen it again since until we watched for this. And in, I remembered almost all of it. Like I remembered a lot of it, but watching it again this time, uh, I really don't like it. Wow. Um, because I think not this, even Chris Klein. I think the movie is deeply misogynistic. Really? Every female character is out to destroy a, a good man in this movie. Oh, I inter- I interpreted it completely different. Yeah. No, no, Tom, I disagree. Okay. They're not good men. That's the point. The, the, Matthew Broderick, the teacher, of? is not a good man. He's not, but Chris Klein is a, is a saint. But he's, the idea of Chris Klein, he's not, they're not out to destroy him. It's, it's the, I, I think it's the idea of mediocre men versus ambitious women um and like chris klein for example is a pawn he is a nice guy Mm -hmm. he doesn't get destroyed that's the whole point he just fails up he's just he's just a very simple guy who matthew broderick props up Mm -hmm. because he wants someone else to to not to not uh to challenge this this young girl that bothers him like i and like the but the it's like tracy flick's character we are meant to dislike her she I is, don't, she I is, don't fully I, agree with that. I okay. <laughs> I don't know how d- you can watch this movie and not see that you're supposed to dislike that character. Because I don't think anybody is really likable outside of Chris Klein, but like def- she's I, definitely not likable. I mean Matthew Broderick she's isn't not either. She's likable. She's she's a politician. Yeah. But I think a lot of this is about because the very end of this movie is the realization that it's not her. Because he sees another young, bright girl raising her hand, and he's bothered by it. Like, this is... I I think it's... The thing... And this is a lot of Alexander Payne. I don't think there's characters that we necessarily want to like. Like, I don't think she's a hero, um, but he's certainly not. No, he's definitely not. Yeah, but she's a certain type of person that, like, that that will get ahead and will be very pushy and will be manipulative. but Matthew Broderick's problem with her is clearly deeper than that. He hates his life. He hates where he is. Mm-hmm. And he sees her as this weird cause to it. But it's ultimately like, it's ultimately that he just sees an ambitious young woman, I think, who is going to get ahead um, and who has all the answers and it bothers him. Well, he and does- that's the whole thing is that his inner narration is so funny because he's constantly talking about like no i respect her she's great and like he's clearly not doing the things that he tells himself because he's lying to himself the whole movie yeah it's everybody's internal monologue is really except for again except for chris klein Klein. but uh like he doesn't like perfect he he doesn't like her because she got his friend fired because his friend's a teacher who is has been uh banging the student um, and he gets fired, rightfully so. He nailed, um, yeah. The the they got perfect casting for him. I thought yeah, he, they sure they sure did. But yeah. like Tracy lies. Uh, Tracy is awful. Tracy thinks she's better than everybody else. Like it's it's not just that he doesn't like ambitious women. It's he doesn't like her because she's fucking terrible. She's not great. She's certainly not great. And, and I think. Oh, uh, Tammy. I like Tammy. Tammy's the other character that's Yeah, good. but Tammy like blow Tammy also does the same thing where she like sabotages her brother so she can get moved to an all-girls school so she can be around girls cuz she's gay. Um right. and then like Matthew Broderick has an affair with his friend's ex-wife that she initiates. Um but then 
rather than meet him at the the motel that they decide to go meet at, she goes and tells his wife, and then it's like, you took advantage of me, and that's like, we saw what happened, and that's not what happened. So it's like, re- regardless of having him be this character where we're seeing him lie to himself through his internal monologue and be kind of the scumbag like we see what happens when they when they have sex and it's like we saw it happen so we know that she's lying about that so that she felt it's clear that she felt bad about it so she went to his wife and told her a different version of what we saw happen so again it's another woman that kind of throws a grenade at him uh to like it's i I really got a very misogynistic vibe watching it this time. That's really funny because I actually think men are the butt of the joke in this. They because are. all yeah, the men all, are extremely all, Yeah. They're all they're losers. All, well, they're all they're all still predatory, but mm-hmm. they're pathetic about yeah, it. Yeah, they're pathetic. Because predators, I would say yeah. Matthew Broderick is just as bad in that. He is, yeah. Um and I'm he, not saying I'm not is, saying he's blameless. I'm saying we see for a fact that her version of events is not true. Well, I don't. We don't see what she says to the wife. That's the thing. Mm. You're you're assuming that. I assume she just got guilty, and went and and confessed to her, and they basically talked it out. And yeah, he got thrown under the bus of that. Like it's not completely fair. But he's also he initiated it before she even thought to do it because he's helping out around the house. He clearly wants that. He does the let's yeah. get a room stuff. Yeah. Um. So I, I I I don't think that's completely true. I think he does initiate it. And I think the idea is her husband, you know, that all that awful stuff happened. She hasn't gotten over it. She's a single mom with a kid. Mm-hmm. She just wanted comfort. And that's probably what she, how she felt like she was taken advantage of. Um, is she completely right? No. Like you said, we see the scene. It's, it's, I don't think it's, it's trying to demonize her. I think it's, I it's, think it's honest. I think it's uh, it's it's hard it's hard to figure out the full message of this movie. I will say that it really it's a it's an incredibly um, cynical film. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say that because it ends it's a, with it's people hitting rock bottom. It's it, yeah, um, it's people hitting rock bottom. Um, it, it, and you know Matthew Broderick and his um friend deservedly so. They're both scumbags. Uh, I mean, obviously Matthew Broderick didn't have sex with a teenager so it's not he's not no, like but a, he's not a criminal but he's still a no, dirtbag there's um, still he still represents at least to me a type of teacher which was the cool teacher who whenever i had um it's the cool teacher that like would would get mad or get like would clearly have problems with the younger women more than the younger men um i've seen it a few times in high school um who just like they're like they're a little too close to high school and they can't get over yeah their there's like the things that the the bullying or the women that rejected them and they use it to sort of bully female students in weird passive aggressive ways and then of course the 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 teacher sleeps with the student that's that we've all had one of those yeah and you definitely like there's a couple of moments where like he's he's talking he's explaining to us who his friend is and he's like yeah dave's one of those guys who just never got over high school and it's obvious he's talking about himself but um yeah I, but I, then he I, says stuff like he basically was a good guy yeah and they're showing him gaslighting yeah, yeah. the student yeah uh, telling her she needs a friend i disagree because we see him it's like it's not it's i disagree that matthew broderick's character has a problem with female students it's specifically tracy um because we he's not like that with tammy 
like he's encouraging to Tammy when she's like, I want to run. Um, and he, and when she comes in to, 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 uh, basically confess to tearing down the posters, even though he's like 90% sure she didn't do it because there's no way, like she didn't, she couldn't get into the school. Her, uh, her explanation of what happens real vague is real vague. Like he tries to talk her out of confessing. Like it's specifically Tracy. And when he sees a little girl at the end, it's not, oh, here's another ambitious kid. It's here's another Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's a fair, uh, I would say that's probably the intent. And we see like the, uh, what I was going to say to finish out that thought of this being a cynical film is that, uh, you know, we see, obviously Matthew Broderick and his friend hit rock bottom and deservedly so, but Tracy is like clearly uh, an aide to this uh, Republican Senator. Like she is going to end up probably in the white house uh, and she's a piece of shit, and we know she is. <laughs> so it's like she's a politician. Okay, so shitty, awful people are going to get ahead sometimes, and there's just absolutely nothing. And it, you know, the whole movie starts out with uh, him talking to the class about the difference between morals and ethics, and nobody really gets it right. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's so it's uh, like the whole movie is kind of about that. Like, what's the morally correct thing to do, and what's the ethically correct thing to do? Because sometimes those aren't the same thing. Um. And it's. Uh, it, so, like, I still it, it disagree just, with the misogyny, though, because uh, I don't think I really it's women destroying good men. Because I don't think the men are good, right? No, and it's I not, think the the but, only good men, Chris Klein. Yeah, he he essentially no one is out to get him for it, he's being used. Yeah, he's being used, and he doesn't care. But it, it was very telling to me that not a single like every female character had an agenda that involved manipulating a man. Like that's what stuck out to me. Not necessarily. I don't, I don't think his so, wife did. I, I think. Well, she's not a character. She has like a couple of lines. Like we don't know she, anything about her. Yeah, that's fair. She's like amazing pillow talk. <laughs> yeah, fill me up. Fill me up. Come on, fill me up. <laughs> yeah, and then, but like even then, like she's condescending to him. So like we see, but I, I, I it's more of a device. She's like she's she's more of a prop than a character, and it's more meant to show us that he's he's not happy where he is because they don't really have much of a relationship. But she still treats him like a kid. Like they finish having sex and she says, good boy, good job. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so it's like, it, it really, and because he's the primary narrator and it's a scum, he's a scumbag, but we have his voice in our ear constantly. And then we see all the women in the movie are basically just manipulating men. I got a weird vibe from it. I don't know. I don't think all the women though. I don't think Tammy does that really. She does. She, uh, she, 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 she basically, uh, kind of ruins chris klein's uh shot at, at winning the election even though the ultimately the election yeah. part of the point is the election doesn't a matter lot of the, the, but, a lot of the men are manipulating women too like matthew broderick is being manipulative the whole thing is him manipulating someone to challenge he's manipulating chris yeah. klein as well mm -hmm. yeah he's also using chris like i'm not saying i'm not saying that what makes it stand out to me is that we like for the male characters we we have Chris Klein who's who only wants what's best for anybody and he honestly doesn't care he's just a nice guy who wants everybody to be okay, but we don't have that same sympathetic character really uh, for for any of the women in the movie. Like, I guess Tam not. Tammy's, I like Tammy. Tammy's the most sympathetic. Um, she never does anything evil. Not, she never just, does anything malicious. Like she doesn't. She's really... more of just like a teenager who doesn't fucking know what she wants. Right. Yeah. And yeah. she's a mess. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Like, I think she's supposed to be the character that we relate to the most, to be honest, because she's the one who tends to call out bullshit. Right. She's um, the one that and, gets up and points out, look, this election is pointless. The student government doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. it's, this is just so these fucking nerds can put this on their transcripts when they apply to college. I'm not even going to college. So what do like? A lot of us here probably won't go to college. Like a certain, a substantial portion of us aren't planning on going to college. So what do we even care about the student election for? For sure. Right. Yeah. She's, yeah, for sure. And like we said, everybody's lying to themselves. I yeah. think that's, I think that's actually the big point of the movie is self-sabotage. And like, uh, just people constantly lying to themselves and convincing themselves mm-hmm. that this is the direction they want. Um, and I guess that's what it is, is that, um, I, I guess I more feel for, um, shit. What's her, uh, Tracy, because we also see the way her mom treats her mm-hmm. and that yeah, she's clearly been awful. conditioned her whole life. Yeah. And it's about, it's, I think it's, it's about making certain types of adults yeah. and adults that we don't necessarily like. Um, Tammy definitely isn't an adult. Are you sure it's a Republican? It doesn't matter. It does but say, like, yeah. it does say okay, Republican. That's, that is pretty perfect. Of, of course it would Cause be. that is. It is the making of that sort of an adult. Yeah. Um, Chris Klein is like, you also kind of see his future. Um, you see- right. he's like, going to own, like, I think I read about the book and like an original, the original ending is that Matthew Broderick gets a job working for Chris Klein because uh, Chris Klein's oh, just going to end up owning, funny. owning an auto dealership. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I know the ending's different. I know they, they sort of, him and Tracy, like, actually have, like, a moment. He signs her they, yearbook. They, she has that line yeah. where she's like, nobody signed my yearbook. Like, I think part of my problem also is... Because that is, that is the aspect of her is that yeah. she's... It's, she doesn't have any friends. Yeah, she's not popular. Yeah, um, and she's, she's also very unhappy. Yeah. But, like, it does... I feel like it takes... The movie takes too long to show us that, I think. Yeah, so I can it's see like that. It, it's they don't it's so... they don't give her enough moments of no. being so it's like so... for example when Tammy takes the hit for mm-hmm. the thing and she's just awful to Tammy yeah um, because that's yeah that's yeah the she jumps right she on it. you're gonna pay me back for my poster even though she knows she tore her own poster as as well as the other ones and she yeah. knows that Tammy knows this as well yeah, and yeah she's yeah. still screaming at her you're gonna pay for my poster yeah. Um, it's the it's, I think it's because we spend so much, like so much of the movie is narrated by Matthew Broderick. Um, uh, uh, he's an unreliable narrator. Like we see, yeah, he's lying to himself and he's this kind of poisonous voice in our ear. It starts out where we think, oh, okay. Like this guy really believes in being an educator. And as the movie goes on, you realize he's a fucking toxic asshole. Yeah. Um, but I think it takes too long for us so you you forget that Tracy is seventeen, like she's a teenager, uh, was in a, a wildly inappropriate relationship, you know, was was preyed upon by a teacher. Uh, yeah, and it's like that we for like the movie does everything it can to make you forget about that. I think until really, rem- I feel like it does. It definitely doesn't address it as much. Like, they almost try to frame it as, like, she knew what she was doing. Um, because at one point... And, like, I don't know. Like, in high school, like, I, I, I went to performance arts charts, charter school. So there was a lot of that where I was going to school. Um, 
and varying degrees of predatory relationships. But like anything that like that is that is the hit I would say against this is they don't really perfect like they don't stress the fact that yeah she's a kid and that he's absolutely preying on her and she doesn't know what she's doing. No. Um. And they kind of like, act it, it like takes, she does. It takes us too long to meet her mom, I think, because we don't see her yes, mom until her the mom, last 10 her, minutes. Her mom puts her into a lot of context. Um, and I think that was actually on purpose. I'm sure it was on purpose, but it, yeah. I think it was I think it was a mistake. Yeah. The the teacher's seduction scene, by the way, him listening to three times a lady. Yeah. God. <laughs> In a shitty family living room while she drinks a diet mug root beer. I thought that was perfect. Yeah. I thought they... they and then we're t- him being like, we're in love. She even wants to read my novel. Yeah. Like, it's like you haven't written your novel. Like, they do a real good job. And like when when Matthew Broderick gets busted and he calls the the woman like like six or seven different times and leaves and then these, he's like, these just yeah. agonizingly pathetic voicemail. They do a good he job. Yells at of, her and then ends with "It's Jim. It's I love Jim. you. I love you." Like it's they they do a good job of making it clear at least that Matthew Broderick and his friend Dave, the guy that had sex with Tracy, are just the most pathetic dirtbags. Like they do a good yeah. job of that. Yeah, it's 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 they they haven't left high school. They just haven't no, left. No, yeah, they're just yeah. They never they had no ambition, so they just convinced themselves. Like it, it, that's we really get to see it at the end when Broderick is now a tour guide living in a basement apartment in D.C. and he's like, "This is a great life." I'm still like, yeah. it's it's him convincing himself that this was his ambition. Yeah, exactly. And he just never had any. Yeah, it's it's a lot of because yeah, even um yeah like Tracy, one of the first things in her narration, which yeah, it, it really is just it it really does feel like a study of how we get these people because she says something like, it's like that thing my mom always says, the weak are always trying to sabotage the strong. Yep, and it's like wait what? Yeah, <laughs> it's they all have these little fucked up things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the, I love the lying to them. So I love the narration in this. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's well done in that respect. It's yeah. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I just, I really got a, a, I a weird, I, a weird vibe from the movie watching it this time. I get where you, I get where the misogyny could come from. And you know, it's, 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 uh, uh, written and directed by men, the mm-hmm. book, the, yeah. the screenplay. Um, I don't think it was meant to be. I think, I think it was it, it's hard to pin down exactly what like the mission statement of this movie is but it's for me it's like from it's a, it, I get why it's a hard movie to like because there's nobody to glom onto it's it's almost like a joke like it's there's no protagonist that you're like I feel for that person it's it's like one long joke where it's like the the reveal that Chris Chris Klein is the uh the only likable person mm-hmm. is well. Again, I still think Tammy. I think Tammy is the person that I glommed onto. Is like I, it's. I think Chris Klein. Yeah, Tammy's. I think t- you can glom onto Tammy. I think Chris Klein's the only character that doesn't harm anyone. Yeah, and I think it's 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 varying degrees of self sabotage and happiness. Mm-hmm. And like Tammy is a very direct at self sabotage. Um, she's very nihilistic. And she's she's um, the she's the intentional one. Like she. Yeah, Chris she, Klein is she, almost the opposite of that. He's the like chaotic good, is he? Like he's just he just he's a dog. He's yeah. just a golden retriever. He just wants everybody is, to be happy. This by the way. Yeah. Chris Klein got discovered for this movie. It was filmed in Omaha and he found him there and it was like 
this is his first thing, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and he's killing it in this. Yeah, he's great in this. Chris Klein, it's we don't we don't appreciate Chris Klein enough. I think that that bit of his narration was like, it's, my leg was feeling so good, and it was such a nice day that I started walking Lisa home so we could go so walk, walk Lisa home so we could have a fuck in a hot tub. Yes. And just the way he says it with such bright-eyed earnestness, like he's yes. so he's that's just his character. His, yeah, his his um. And then his praying like the, to God yeah. for what I am told is a very large penis. Yeah. But he's like the only one who does it, who legitimately doesn't care if he wins. Like, yeah. And and Tracy wins because he felt it was wrong to vote for himself, so he votes for Tracy, and Tracy wins by a single vote. Like, they're mi- they're mixing a lot of things together. Yeah. Ambition, because he's basically ambitionless. Um, he is just happy with the cards that are dealt with him. I love at the end where he's thinking about what would have happened if he got elected. And he says, I might not have gone to Yosemite with Greg and Travis, or maybe I'd be dead. Right. He's he, <laughs> not, it's not only that he doesn't have ambition, like he doesn't have any imagination. <laughs> like yeah. he can't even conceive. He is. So it's like these the, two extremes of like, maybe I wouldn't have gone to the school or maybe I'd be dead. Yeah. He is the happiest person alive. Yeah. He is, he is Buddha. He is Siddhartha yeah. uh, reincarnated. Really and I is, think that's yeah. the idea is like, he's just, the, it was a good subversion of like high school jock. And he's just, he's just, he has life figured out. Like right. he's the only person who has figured out what life is. Yeah. Uh, and he is a teen jock for some reason. Yep. And he, he's perfect. Um, and so I think it's, it's a like, I think well, using also, high school for that and involving the teachers and the realization that I think it's also part of it is the realization that we never really leave high school in emotionally like no one knows what they're doing or where they're going. And I think that's part of it is that a lot of the drama with uh, with um, his wife and cheating on her and stuff, it's all high school shit. Yeah. But it's adult. Uh, so it's like they they never like his wife none of them left high school yeah maybe his wife we don't know but like the wife's friend it's all the same mess of bullshit yeah it's just way sadder when it happens when you're an adult yeah like it's way more pathetic and like you're I think, pissing on a tree yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's your face all swollen up from a bee sting like there's a yeah. i think another aspect of, of chris klein's character is meant to illustrate both um Div- things that are important in high school that absolutely don't fucking matter outside of high school. Yeah. Like he's, he's really popular and he's great at sports, but he's got no other skills. So it's like, right. what do you, and then he breaks his leg. So it's like, well, he can't even play sports now. So what the hell is he going to do? And like, as popular as he is in school, what's that going to amount to? It's going to amount to a car dealership probably, or, you know, it's which, yeah. but he's happy with that. Yeah. And he's going to live a happy life. So it's like, it's he- like success without, really having to struggle because he is obviously he's he has he's their star quarterback so he's good at football but like his dad's rich he's got all these gifts like he he's yeah. kind of handed a lot of stuff and then tracy on the flip side is uh has has nothing really no advantages but it's all just ambition so she ends up not really having any fun or any friends or being very happy in high school but she is gonna end up like we see that she's on the fast track into politics and is probably going to be in in the Senate or in the white house or something. Right. And that's the stereotype of what happens. Mm -hmm. I will say uh, it's for, it's for the sake of the joke, but Chris Klein being a football star breaks his leg and can't play again. That is devastating. Yeah. 
Um, cause it is what you're saying is that everybody goes to high school with this idea of what's my future. Uh, and everybody has, has ambition. Um, and so again, he's like a unicorn is, I think the, the, the implication is that he ruined his future and he's accepted it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he is not part of, he is ambitionless. Well, he didn't ruin it. But not he, by choice. His future is lost or what he the thought fu- was yeah. his future is lost to him, but he's, he's accept, he accepts it. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's past acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um and so now he's just like this pearl. This yeah. perfect this, being. This beautiful man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's again just sort of failing up. Yeah. Um, he's just failing yeah. up. He's he's he's, yeah. he's not particularly good at anything. He's just that's really the other nice aspect and sweet. Of it. <laughs> yeah. That's the other aspect. He's everything you should hate. That's the idea of it. And I, that's why I also see him as a Tracy in that regard, but he's like the pure version where it's like you want to hate him so bad. Right. But, but he's, he's not nice giving guy. you any reasons because he's yeah. like you said, rich football star, mm-hmm. um, but just a perfectly nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's with Tracy there it's it's I think it's just very complicated because it's the idea of ambition like. We, it's the stereotype of high schools. Yeah, the nerds, the people who don't have friends. Oh, they're going to be your boss someday. That's the idea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but are they going to be happy, complete But people? are they going to be happy? Yes. Um, and, and she never yeah, will be. No, probably not. For sure. Um, but yeah, it's like, and should like, we feel part, good about that? Because like, yeah, you see, the, she got fucked over well, by all these different adults in her life. So it's like... <laughs> exactly. It's, it's complicated. I like... Yeah. The part, like, for example, the part where Matthew Broderick decides to, we, we're not explaining this movie at all, and that's okay. This is not that type of movie. I don't think so, yeah. Um, the part where Matthew Broderick, like, decides to um, cheat at the, at the election, election at the end, yeah. he says, like, and I thought about what her future will be, and he's not wrong. <laughs> that idea of, like, I thought about where she's heading, and that she, yes, she's going to be a politician. She's going to decide so much for so many people and she's probably going to do ultimately more evil than good and this one moment where he can like take her down a peg mm-hmm. um, and an inconsequential thing it does not it's like student government yeah. elections do not matter but what i think is why it's beyond that and and why i think about the misogyny aspect and the fact that he like has this problem it's it's the pistons and they put him it's the scene where he's having sex with his wife and her face starts switching Mm -hmm. uh to uh reese witherspoon and it's like jesus christ like it's clearly goes beyond that with him it's not just that um he hates her he hates her specifically yeah uh, so he's telling himself that he's trying to do a, a greater good thing but he just doesn't want her to win because he wants to see her lose something right yeah that's all because he's lost so much yeah yeah um i just think part of it is it's it's like him pinning his frustrations with his life and with women on this one girl who isn't a good person but isn't any different or shouldn't be than any of his other students right um and him just focusing and having this problem and the fact that he's just he clearly doesn't know what he wants he feels like like the 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 narration she has about teachers or about him about feeling bad for him that's the part that's like this is not every teacher obviously but she frames him as like imagine having to do the same thing over and over watching your students continue on without you and move on like that is 
she's not wrong about him specifically. About him specifically, Yeah, no. like he hates it. And the, the thing with Dave, the... Uh, the shitty teacher who slept with her talking about his novel. Yeah. Like, it's that idea of, like, these people, they, they they wanted more for themselves, which is funny because being a teacher is a huge deal. It's an extremely important job. Right. That doesn't pay anywhere near the amount right. of shit. She, yeah, That's her, besides the point. Yeah, yeah. Her narration is about, is, is correct about Matthew Broderick specifically, but she's also... But not teachers. She's talking about teachers in general. Yeah. Right. And she, she also... Like it's clear from her narration that she she believes that, like she is is completely undermining the idea that teachers have any any like she's like oh they get to sit there and watch their students go on and be successful and it's like well you know the teachers probably had something to do with them being successful, right. <laughs> but, but have you had yeah. a teacher that hated you for your ambition? Because I have, like I've seen that I have seen that version of a teacher, um, a teacher that's like doesn't like students um and doesn't like the things you're supposed to like in a student i mean i think that's that's where i came from with him where it's like we all kind of know these types of teachers teachers that are like they don't like teaching <laughs> they fell into it for whatever reason like and that's any job but for a teacher it's really harmful mm-hmm. to have a teacher that just simply doesn't like it and i don't think matthew broderick does um, he just tells himself he does. It's hard. It's honestly hard to say uh, because we do see that he has good relationships with a lot of his students, and he does seem really genuinely seem to enjoy parts of it. It's only toward the end where he's got the bee sting and he's gotten kicked out of his house, and he thinks Tracy is going to win. That he starts snapping. He at shitty, his students. Yeah, he yeah. starts shitty to every student at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, because I think I do think there's this element of it where it's like she's she's just she's not the problem. Um, it's a lot of other things that's the problem. Um, is she great? No, not at all. Yeah, but I think the dynamic there is supposed to be Matthew Broderick. She doesn't deserve what he's doing to her. Um, he can't get past high school. He can't get past what she represents. And the like. And it all starts with. Because it's it all starts with that in the in the friend where like you know what the what's in the back of his head the whole time is that his buddy Dave was a victim right like that's the thing that's the truth that he can't say mm-hmm. is that he feels like his buddy Dave was the victim of her when it's like absolutely not mm-hmm. she's seventeen yeah but he 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 clearly can't get that past his his brain and like. It's the thing. It's, oh, he was basically a good guy. Look what she did to him. He, she ruined him. And it's like, no, she absolutely didn't. He ruined himself. Yeah. And I think that's part of the idea here, too, is like, he can deflect it to everybody else. And it's like, no, you did this all to yourself. Yeah, but I think the movie muddles that message, which is part of the reason why I was having problems, uh, I think, this I think, time. Like, well, I think, yeah, I think that's indicative of, that's Alexander Payne. He, he loves gray area, you know? Right. Like so like with with Matthew Broderick ultimately he loses his job and is and has to resign in disgrace in disgrace because he throws away two of the votes that gets found out because he's emptying out the fridge and he drops as he's emptying out the fridge he drops a Chinese food container on the on the ground and a janitor <laughs> glares janitor. at him so the janitor busts him later. It's very Seinfeld. The janitor goes yeah. through his trash to find the two ballots that he crumpled up and threw away in an election, a student government election that doesn't matter. They yeah. could have easily just said we miscounted 
uh, here's here's your actual school president. Like he didn't have to lose his job over that. And then they go through the things. Like, also, every, just to finish this thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go through how like he's like and just just like that. All the good things that I did got erased. And you know we had been introduced to him as he won he wins teacher of the year three times, which never happened at that school. He's involved in all these activities. He seems to. We do see him have genuinely good relationships with his students. His students seem to like and trust him. Uh, and then he throws away the votes and he kind of loses his whole career over that. Uh, and it seems not, it seems very unfair. But so it's like that alongside all of these things with, with Tracy and, and, and how it, his like the unspoken thing he can't say, which is that he feels like his friend got railroaded. It's, it's a confusing message. I think it's muddled. He could have lied better too, to be honest. He could have said, oh, I must have accidentally thrown those out. They wouldn't have questioned it. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, it's, um, it's again, it's an election that doesn't but, fucking matter. Like, yeah, it's a he pointless election. He says he resigns, and it sounds like he just confessed. And I, I, I think the implication is he was at his wit's end or whatever. But it was uh, that's the one thing where I was like, ah, you could have lied better, Matthew Broderick. But um, I, 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 it is muddled. But I think that's part of. I guess what I like about it is it would have been really easy to make the character of Tracy be just perfect. Or blameless, mm-hmm. or vi- and having or vice, it like, or vice versa. Like the movie could have been done from either perspective, and instead it it finds they're both shitty right, people. They're both shitty are, people. Yeah, um, who had genuine like, injustices done to them. Yeah, but. it's a one sided battle for sure, though, because I don't think she really, I don't think she's trying to get him. She's trying to get ahead, and she sees him as an obstacle. As she said, the weak are trying to sabotage the strong. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it's like she's she's uh, she's a predator in that sense. Like, she is out to get ahead. She is ambitious, but she's lonely. Um, but at no point I do I I don't think she's like Roadrunner. Like, she's not she's doing her thing, and he's constantly trying to sabotage her, and it's blowing up in his face. And that obsession is is again one sided. But neither of them are very good people. Right. Yeah. Um. Again, it's hard it's hard to figure out what ultimately they're trying to say other than you all you know all these people. That's that was I like you know these people from high school. Everybody here is still in high school. Um we're watching like the really shitty side of high school cuz high school sucks. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um I can see why you don't like it. I I I'm sure there's people listening who don't like it either. Um, yeah, it's interesting just, that you liked it the first time. I had never seen it, and the first time I watched it, I quite liked it. Um, I was way more nihilistic at the time, too, so I think I really appreciated how cynical this movie is and how it ultimately doesn't... It's just kind of like a slice of life or like a character study on a couple of different kinds of people. It, it doesn't feel like it, ha- it, it it's saying a lot of things but it doesn't really have a central message it's just like yeah sometimes this and this and this are true i think the i think the message is just the lies we tell ourselves to get by and to move forward it's part of it but it's not it's all of part it. of it you're right yeah. because matthew broderick at the end he does have an arc which is that at the last second he stops lying to himself for a moment that's the funniest part of the movie yeah. <laughs> is that ending narration where he's like, and then I realized I'm not mad at her anymore. And then he's, as he goes through it, 
as he's rationalizing to himself, you hear in his voice he's getting angrier. And then it yeah, ends with, who the fuck does she think she is? And he, uh, he throws his come. orange Julius at the back of the limo she's in. <laughs> and he has to run. And then he has to run away. And very pointedly, he he's running towards the White House. Like the White House yeah. is framed in the middle of that shot. Like that, we oh, are yeah, we yeah. are meant to connect. Like that's where Tracy's going to go. So we're I and think, we are not yeah. supposed to feel good about that. No, I think it's about that's the other aspect of it. Is like I think it's connecting the people you all knew in high school and where they go in adults and how certain adults are made. And uh, part of it is the adults failing them and the cycle that is created Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why we see his her mom the mom scene is basically when she thinks she lost the election the mom goes to console her i think she offers her one of her pills doesn't she yeah she's here take one of my pills and then she starts thinking of maybe you should have made more posters yeah yeah like they were something you should have went with my idea she like she brings it to herself she's like trying to rub it in compassionately rub in Mm -hmm. that she should have listened to her mom better and And she's also doing it like quantitatively like maybe you should have made more posters without there's no consideration that well maybe they just don't like you yeah and also this is not the time for that right it's just you console your child and say i love you um and so it's very clear that her mom is refusing to take no for an answer yeah yeah i think that's part of why he gets canned is because the mom's in the room and it's the idea of like it's the Karen energy. It's yeah. the what the children what the children call Karens these days, mm-hmm. where they 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 want to speak to your manager. So like when he gets caught, it's like she probably demanded. Yeah. And then the idea they do a funny thing because it's pre-internet where his story goes viral, yeah. but he has to he has to frame it as like the kind of thing that's on office message boards. <laughs> and I'm like office what. Oh, right. And people email to each other and it gets picked up as an odd news story on morning news shows. So that is how stories went viral back in the day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's just funny because it's 1999 Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh God, that must have sucked. (laughs) Message boards. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's a mean movie. It's a a very mean movie. It's one of the things I actually think as a writer director, he learned as he went is that his later movies still are very cynical, but he'll find joy or he'll find nice things to say. Um, ultimately, a movie like The Descendants, which is, he makes brutal movies. The Descendants is about a man's wife is in a coma and then he finds out she was sleeping with another guy while she's in the coma and dealing with that fact. And it's like, that is dark. Or Nebraska, which is like, yeah, my old father thinks he won a sweepstakes. That's a scam. Um, And he manages to find, like, he manages to tell really dark stories that when you leave, you kind of feel okay. Um, And I don't think his early work, it seems, was that. Although I haven't seen About Schmidt. Did you see About Schmidt? No. I guess I'll have to watch about Schmidt. Yeah, but I think Election definitely, it's not a movie you leave feeling good. No, it, dep- like, it depends on how cynical you're feeling. Because it's, are we going to laugh at these people? But if you're feeling compassionate, it's like there's very little to glom onto in terms of people. Well, and then it also leaves you with the thought of people like Tracy are the people that run this country. And this is how they get made. And it's like, oh, I don't feel good about any of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... That just makes me be sad to be me now, and I'm not just I'm not just sad and upset for these characters. 
and conflicted by these characters, I'm now sad and upset in my actual life. Because you've shown me, here is how these, like those teachers you liked in high school, here's what they were really like. Uh, The people who run this country, here's how they get made and here's how they think. Uh, It's just not a movie that has any interest in making you feel anything but bad, I think. And and occasionally laughing. I didn't feel bad, though. And I think it's just because... This is a black comedy. Yes, it is a very dark comedy, and maybe it is about the mood you're in when you go into it. I just never, I never got that where I, I just, I think part of it is also the performances are all across the board. Everybody's so fucking killing good. it in this movie. Yeah, everybody's yeah. Reese great. Witherspoon, she's, Matthew Broderick, she's so fucking good. Yeah, in this um, movie, <laughs> Jessica Campbell, Chris Klein, they're all they're nailing it. Every yeah. everybody, um, uh, down to the point that the, the guy they got for Dave, um, that guy's what's perfect. I forget he's what his perfect. name is, but he po- you you he's re- he's a recognizable character actor. Yeah. He pops up and stuff. He's perfect. Again, that scene where he's playing "You'll Be a Woman Soon" oh, while God. she's drinking a root beer in this like there's like a kid's crib in the room, and it's like oh fuck it's such a, everything yeah. down to the art design it's, it's just like grim. you nailed this <laughs> it's real yeah. grim it is grim and the um, messages matthew broderick's leaving it's like yeah uh, yeah <laughs> when he ends up, it's like it's jim i love you like i said out loud i was like no you don't <laughs> like, yeah it's like oh, and that's man. the thing that alexander payne like he also again like nebraska takes he's he's i think going to or it takes place like he he likes to nail like middle america at places in america that we don't think about oh yeah because this, this is omaha right yeah yeah and like what it's like to live in these areas mm-hmm. like the girl going to the power lines to just like sit and look and it's like yep uh like even when he did the movie uh descendants is in hawaii he specifically go- went after like the shitty parts of hawaii because it's it's something he's weirdly obsessed with, I think. Well, it's it's deconstructing. Like I think this is yeah. a, this is deconstructing high school. It's, it's showing you here's what those teachers were really like. Here's what those the popular kids were really like. It's the ugly stuff. It's the yeah, ugly stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something interesting about that. It's definitely an interesting. Me. It's yeah. And maybe the next time I watch Election, I'll feel differently about it. It's just I think I don't know. It's it felt. It's a cruel movie. It's a like, cruel no, movie, it, and it's it not. Makes, it completely makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, and the misogyny aspect is definitely, I don't know, something that I want to watch this again and keep an eye out for. Yeah, just like think about like, that with that in I just, mind. Like, I, don't I don't think. I don't think. I thought he was mocking the men too because they're all pathetic and they're predatory at he, the same time. He is. I'm just saying it's un, it felt uneven. Okay. Because of Chris Klein. I can see that. Yeah. Because we don't really yeah. have that's the the most. I don't know. It's I don't know. May it, it again. Maybe I'll feel differently when I watch it. It just it's an une- I feel like it's an uneven film. Um, mm-hmm. And like as you said, like Alexander Payne got better as he made more movies. So maybe it this. I don't feel. I don't. It probably wasn't intentional, but I think it's. I think the misogyny is is there. At least I, it was. It was apparent enough for me to really get that vibe when I was watching it this time. Yeah. I don't think there's any wrong answers here because this movie, I'd love to actually hear what people think about this movie because this movie is kind of an inkblot test. Yeah. Like it does, it's not clear about its morality Mm -mm. um, like other movies, which again is why I think it's interesting. Um, It's a very interesting movie. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a very weird, complicated Mm -hmm. movie. It is. Um, It's a movie like Rules of Attraction, I feel like, where 
Ugh, um, yeah. No one's great. And they don't know how to market it, and they're like, I guess this is just a movie we made. And I'm not even really sure what the point of this movie is. Yeah, (laughs) where like a producer watches it after the fact, and they're like, man, probably should have paid more, better attention to this one. Uh, This is grim. Yeah, it feels like this Um, movie's just kind of punishing all these people for no reason. Yeah, 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 exactly. But again, I like Rules of Attraction, although I haven't watched that in a while. I bet it's monstrously dated. Um, And that's, again... It's an unflinching, ugly look at school. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, something about that is like a balance cleanser or like a balancer to the movies that are like, yeah, high school, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think is neat because high school is a terrible fucking time. Uh, it's like the worst time to exist. Yeah. Yeah. If you can avoid it, like drop out, drop out of high school. Mm-hmm. Yep. You I heard, You heard it here. I did that, and look at me. Yeah. I'm doing great. You're a successful podcaster. <laughs> uh, anything else? Anything else? No. <laughs> I'm really, I really enjoyed this discussion. This was, um, I'm, I'm glad, because when we started, I was like, I don't know if there's much to talk about if we both like oh, this there movie. there is. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about in a movie like this. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, the movie that um, is so intentionally unclear about its motives. <laughs> well, and it really is an inkblot because I've heard different people say different things about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really fucked up movie. If you haven't seen this movie, absolutely see it uh, and and uh, tell us what you think. Yeah. I want to hear what people think about this movie. Um, okay. Well, shit. Let me... Um, this is uh, Harrison Millie. Harrison Millie, tell, tell us what you think of this movie. Yeah. Do that. Uh, and do that thing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Harrison Millie. Uh, we love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we adore you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Thank you. We promise right. not to throw an orange Julius at the back of your car. Uh, well, Unless it's a limousine, then I make no promises. Yeah, I'll I'll throw an orange orange Julius at any limo. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so this was through our Patreon. If you're interested, you can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama. You can listen to all those for $5 a month. Just five $1 bills for one month. That's like the price of a cappuccino. Cappuccino. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Just we one also watch movies. yeah. Just one. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons as well. You can look into that. Just go to the, the website I said. Yeah. We also have a store. Go to GameFleetUnemployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have uh, cool original artwork and designs for t-shirts, masks, uh, masks. Yeah, we'll probably still sell masks. Uh, uh, yeah, posters, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff. So check that out. Check it out. If and you Yeah, no would. more masks. Pandemic is over, Tom. It's I just don't, over. Well, I don't know if Teespring is selling. We, we had them at I, for, I think I do think we have them on Teespring. Okay. They, yeah. <laughs> That'd be good to the, know. Teespring has more options that I haven't explored. I really need to sit down and like do some stuff. Yeah. Do some stuff on there. Um, but yeah, we, we like if, if there's something that's like not in a, like they have like six types of t-shirts. If there's something that you're like, I want this in like a, a bandana form i could probably make that happen i don't know ah sweet bandana that'd be dope yeah oh god yeah just uh the pegging the pegging one as a bandana Mm -hmm. so you're going out with all your bikers wearing that bandana yeah to see you tie your your bandana around your head everybody know what you're about yeah you're about pegging about that pegging life 